I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. Don't, don't do any more of that. We're going to pay for rights. Oh, yeah. So, Lynette, it sounds like you are excited for the Olympics. I only care, um, like, pretty ice capade costumes. I don't like winter sports. Cold is stupid. And whenever white people get really excited about curling, I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, curling's awesome. Obviously, it's 2017. It's an odd-numbered year. The Olympics are not coming up right around the corner. But I still want to talk about the 2022 Winter Olympics. The 2022 Olympics will be in Beijing. Beijing will become the first city ever to have hosted both a Summer Olympics and a Winter Olympics. Beijing is not really a a mountain city. Now, there are mountains nearish to Beijing, and that's, you know, where they will have the skiing or whatever. They're basically having to build a ski resort complex from scratch in order to be able to host the Olympics. Beijing's kind of a weird place to have the Winter Olympics. Yes. And partly why they got it is there were only two cities that even bid for the 2022 Winter Olympics. Which two cities? Beijing and Almaty, Kazakhstan. Let's never go there. Yeah. That was what the IOC said. And so you've basically got these rising countries that want to host the Olympics. Some of them are, you know, like undemocratic kleptocracies, places like Kazakhstan, China, somewhere in the middle. There's a second kind of city that's still willing to bid on the Olympics now, which are cities that are so developed, often cities that have hosted the Olympics before, where it's basically like you can have a plug-and-play Olympics. And now we're just having the Olympics in a city that has constant smog warnings, and whenever they have a parade where it's supposed to rain, the government shoots iodide pellets into the sky to make it look sunny. But so you, you keep ending up with the Olympics in the in these bizarre places because the Olympics are very expensive to host. And the reasons that people used to host the Olympics were either like national pride or like, you know, show off how great we are. Or they thought it was an economic development thing. Like, we'll spend this money and build this infrastructure and it'll like Two points build up on our that. city. Two points on that with China. One, of course, yes, national pride. China's all about that, all about reclaiming its glory and showing that it's a very capable modern country. And the second thing with the infrastructure build is, I don't know if you're aware of of what really drives the Chinese economy, but a lot of it is building infrastructure. The Chinese love using government money to show that they're growing by building bridges to nowhere, roads that end, who knows, and cities that are basically empty. So throw on an Olympic village and some, you know, facilities for curling. This is their wheelhouse, which is building things with government money to employ people, to show growth. Yeah, and this is, you know, there's just no reason to do that in Europe anymore. The next Olympics that will be awarded is the 2024 Summer Games. And there's three bidders for that. It's Budapest, Paris, and Los Angeles. So people bid on the Olympics for a bunch of different reasons. I think that for everybody who wants to do the Olympics, it's national pride. But I think there there are some countries that are in it because they have something to prove. And there are countries that are in it because they're like, this will be a fun event to have in our town. And we've got everything that you need. And China is the former, the, hey, we've got this thing to prove. And L.A. would be the latter. Yeah, and I think for L.A. it's a couple other things. It's relatively easy for L.A. to host an Olympics because they did so in 1984. They host a lot of major world events like this. The city has you know, a ton of hotel rooms, stadiums, the, the right facilities. And then L.A. is a great world city that is not seen as a great world city by some people. Which and is so, rude. I love L.A. I love L.A. too. You know, more so than New York when they talked about hosting the Olympics here. New Yorkers were just like super angry about it because it was going to be such a pain. Can and- you imagine having all... All those people here. New York feels like New York knows it could have the Olympics and therefore yeah. doesn't need it. 
But like L.A. wants to show off that L.A. is another great American city, and this is an opportunity for them to do that. But so the thing is that lots more cities used to bid for reasons like L.A., which is, you know, hey, we're great. We can show people how great we are. Like Atlanta. We can, we can build some good infrastructure and, you know, get some, some tourism business and maybe get people to come in the future because, as with Atlanta, they sort of showed that Atlanta wasn't a shithole like a lot of people thought it was. But the problem is that most cities, unlike L.A., don't have the infrastructure in place to basically be able to host the Olympics pretty easily without building a lot of stuff. And they've been finding, like Montreal, which almost went bankrupt after hosting the 1976 Olympics, that it's just not worth the cost of building out what you need to be an appropriate Olympic host city, except for a handful of places like L.A. and Tokyo, which will host in 2020, which already have most of the infrastructure they need. But it sort of it creates this problem for the Olympics, where if the only places that are willing to host are a handful of major world cities that can basically just do it right out of a box, and places like Rio de Janeiro that maybe shouldn't be hosting the Olympics, then that's a, that's a problem in the long run for the Olympics. And then you see this also, I mean, the World Cup, you had Qatar basically buying a World Cup for itself. Right. and But I think that FIFA and the World Cup are coming to an agreement about how to do this in the future. And I think one thing that they're considering is having regional shares. And uh, they're talking about doing a regional share for a World Cup between Canada, the United States, and Mexico that would be like the North America World Cup, which is definitely more reasonable than just expecting one country to do it. So that's one option. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem for the Olympics, I mean, you could do that. And that would spread the costs out and it would allow more people to enjoy the prestige of having had the Olympics without having to take all of the expense and all of the logistical problems. The flip side is, you know, one thing people like about the Olympics is that there's the Olympic Village and the opening ceremonies and the closing sure. ceremonies where all these people get together in one place. So it's sort of essential to the structure of the Olympics to have it. It would definitely limit the number of athletes other athletes could fuck. And that's really disappointing. Unless you're a curler and then no one wants to fuck you ever. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. Thank you.